Game On! It's time for Wolverines Weekly. Conversations with WDC coaches and athletes. Let's hustle to it. Hello, welcome to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner. It's another busy week for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics. We have big time tennis matches. We also have football games. We have a cross country meet. We have a volleyball tournament, both taking place down in the cities, and we got a whole lot to recap here. We'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer next on Wolverines Weekly. Time out! Wolverines Weekly will be right back. Play ball! Booyah! We're back with more Wolverines Weekly here on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer after his team's 22-8 loss against Parker's Prairie. And, Coach, a tough one. It was a close game. Uh, what would you see out of your team in that one? I was comparing our team or our game to last week, I think. Um, I was, I'm proud of the way we battled. I thought we had... Great energy, great effort. Uh, guys are super disappointed um, in the loss, which I mean I'm glad about because they they really care. They they want to win as as much as you know. Obviously, us coaches, um, everybody on the team wants to. So, but as far as how we played, I think we played fairly well. We had obviously um, whoever's at the game. We didn't have Josiah back there, who's been our quarterback the last couple of years. But I thought um, Tashi stepped in and, and played as well as he could back there and he was tough all night taking hits and, and making big plays happen back there and I think our linemen up front played the best they've played all year I think um they brought a lot of physicality which is something we've been we've been challenging them on and it's something we've been searching for so just happy the way that that they played up front and I think defensively they had a couple big plays there they had a um I think like a 30-yard touchdown pass and they had I think like a 90 maybe 85-yard uh run and we were there in the backfield but we didn't make the tackle and that running back uh 33 fantastic player so if you don't wrap him up the first time um he's gonna go and otherwise we had a pick six after we had a, a touchdown called back on our first drive so i mean it's it's sports it's a game um things go right things go wrong and it's those little plays that that are gonna uh determine the outcome of the game so unfortunately have been on the the losing side of, of a lot of close games this year um obviously we're one and three but just telling the guys to stick with it at some point this year, hopefully we get healthy and get everybody out there and, and we just keep, keep working and keep getting a little bit better, but super proud of the guys and, and how they battled this week. Uh, a lot better than last week, as far as uh, how everybody was kind of involved in the game and just, and just ready to go. So we're going to, again, just like we say every week, I feel like a broken record, but hopefully um, take some things from this one and then improve. we got a really big game with New York Mills. I think you throw the records out no matter what, we want to we want to play Mills. It's fun to play them, and we haven't beaten them yet either. So, just a great program in New York Mills, and take a weekend from this week and, and get ready for another big one next week. And you talk there about the little things and and trying to clean some of that stuff up. And it feels like you know you guys have played, you've been in a lot of games, you've been right there, and it's just been a couple big plays here and there that have really swung momentum. As a coach, do you look at that and say you know we just got to avoid those big plays, we got to figure out a way to stop it, or do you kind of say like well those are big plays, they're going to happen in a football game, and we just kind of have to do our best to be prepared to handle that? As a coach, how do you see it? Yeah, I definitely think big plays happen, and in any game, I think there's there's big plays in a basketball game and baseball, whatever. Um, yeah, it's how teams can limit those big plays and how teams can react from those big plays. Obviously, they make a big play. We can still go down ourselves and, and put some points on the board. So for us, it's just trying to keep our heads. I don't want, if, if a big play is made by them, if um, I don't want 11 guys with their heads down 
um, coming off the field because a lot of those guys play kick return and a lot of those guys play offense as well. So we just got to flush it and, and get out there as, as, as clean, uh, clear memory as we can and just go play. So big plays definitely happen. And I mean, we've had our fair share of big plays this year too, and other teams got to recruit. So I just, we just try to make sure we can, you know, put those behind us and, and keep going. Some of those big plays that you're able to generate has been the kickoff return. It's been something that's been really solid for you guys all season long, whether it's been Teshi, Jager Pettit's had some good returns, DeAndre Hammond. What have you liked about your kickoff return team, and what about it this year has really clicked? Honestly, I think the kids have taken just a lot more pride in special teams as a whole. I know sometimes, and this is definitely on me as a coach, offense and defense gets so much um so much of the week because a lot of the time in, in football is spent on offense and defense, but obviously special teams is something that can make or break a game. And we just try to put a little bit of focus on um, the special teams aspect. We've probably worked on kickoff return more than any other one because I think field position is big and, and being able to get our offense out there on the 40-yard line, 50-yard line, or heck, even score like we did against Pillager can set us up on offense. And I think we have some good field position. Again, we scored eight points and um, – just something the offense has to do is all of us is just, you know, come together and make sure we can put points on the board and we're not going to win a lot of games scoring eight points. So as much as, you know, we can say this or that happened in the game, we got to be able to score points ourselves as well. So, um, yeah, I think we just put more emphasis on it as, as coaches. And I think the kids have done a really good job of taking that special teams portion of the game really seriously. And last question for you here, Coach. Uh, there's a, a number of defensive linemen who have been having some good seasons so far, but feels like we're always saying Grant Sealhammer's name on the broadcast. He's coming in, making the tackle behind the line, or, or one of the guys wrapping up the running back. What about him, and what about that defensive line do you think has kind of uh, been, how, how I guess would you look at it this season? Yeah, the defensive line, they played they played fairly well throughout. Um, tonight they had a big job. Um, Pillager, or sorry, not Pillager. When we played Pillager, they had jobs. But tonight against Parkers, everyone had a specific job, and, and Grant's quick, and he's aggressive, and he's a wrestler, so he tackles very well. Um, Grant did a great job reading guards and being in the right position, and Grant's just a great kid who's going to work his butt off no matter what. Uh, so he's obviously had a great season. All the rest of the guys up front, they've been they've been playing pretty well um, as well, and they've just been getting better. So uh, they all follow Grant's lead and, and Gunner's lead and all those seniors up front. Um, on the defensive line and um, I think they they just have a motor that goes and and that's something that definitely has been going good for us. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head football coach Kyle Petermeyer. Coach we're already four games in through the season it's crazy to think about but we look forward to chatting with you after the game against New York Mills. You bet thank you. Wadena Deer Creek football trying to get back in the win column when they travel to New York Mills next Friday. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly. We have Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman on deck, and she is going to preview a tournament that the Wolverines got invited to down in the Twin Cities. Pretty darn exciting. You're going to hear about it next on Wolverines Weekly. Don't go anywhere. Wolverines Weekly will be back in a moment. We're back with more Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman. And coach, we're talking with you as you're getting ready to go down to a tournament in the cities. What do you got coming up this weekend? Uh, we're down at the AA Showcase down in Burnsville at the Midwest Volleyball um, Center. So it's we're pretty excited. 
Uh, a lot of teams there, including teams like Albany, teams like Pequot Lakes, and some other ones that you've seen in the past. What's it like to get to play in an environment with a lot of really good, tough two-way schools? Um, well, it's an invite, so uh, we were asked to play in this tournament, so that's kind of a um, a nice thing and we've played in it years before but it's been a while so it was kind of like a nice invitation and so getting down there in that environment what are you looking for out of your team what's the expectations for you as coach well we want to try to play at a more consistent higher level and it's a good time to do that because if you don't you won't last long so um, we just want to play at a competitive level and and see if we can play with these teams and what's it like with your team as you kind of get ready to play some of these games? Are they excited to see that high caliber of competition? Oh, yeah, they're very excited. And, you know, we get to stay overnight in the hotel and do all those fun things. So, yeah, it's a good time for for the team. And talk about that. You know, you get to stay in the hotel. You get to kind of go down to the cities. You make a big deal out of it. it it's a really good opportunity to bond and, and grow as a team, right? Oh, definitely, you know. And the kids are pretty close anyway, so... Um, you know, it's just a fun time to get away for the weekend and play some volleyball on top of it. And earlier in the week, you had your one matchup against Bertha Hewitt. You came away with a three-set-to-nothing victory. What did you like out of your team in that game? Well, I just, you know, think we took control of the games and uh, and finished them off strong. And um, we worked on some things that we want to use this weekend, and so it was a good game for us. And you only had one game uh, on the schedule for the week this week, and last week was the same story. Had a lot of downtime at practice. What did you do during that time, and kind of what's that process like when you have a lot of days of practice strung together? Are you able to work on things that you maybe don't get to work on when there's games kind of more lined up in the week, or is it just like any other practice? Um, Well, we try to work on some things that we know we need extra work on. Um, Actually, it's not the ideal thing to have happen because, you know, once you start games, you kind of want to keep playing games. And so it's kind of hard to keep that intensity for that long a time practice after practice um, this time of year. So, you know, we try to do some competitive things in practice as well, just to keep that atmosphere there. And what are a couple of those competitive things that you do and how have the girls responded? Um, well, we, we are a pretty deep team. So, um, our scrimmages in practice get pretty competitive. So, um, we do a lot of that kind of stuff. We do a lot of contests, um, just to try to keep some competition in the drills. And you've mentioned this to me before throughout the season, Sue, but your teams, and you said this year's team, you know, they're competitive. They want to get after it. How much easier is that as a coach when you know that every day you come into practice, you come into a game situation that they show up ready to play every single time? Oh, well, that makes it tremendously easier. You know, they get, they're ready to do things. They just, you know, want to be challenged all the time. And uh, um, they really enjoy games. And so it's it's a lot of fun. And again, going back to this uh, tournament that you're in down in the cities, uh, getting to participate in that, playing some of these other teams that maybe you don't get to play all the time. What's that experience like to getting to play some of these teams from not just necessarily the central Minnesota region? Um, well, it, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to go down and see these different teams. The Midwest Volleyball Warehouse is a, a huge volleyball facility exclusively for volleyball. So just playing in that facility is a lot of fun. 
Um, so, yeah, it's the whole thing is really exciting. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head volleyball coach Sue Volkman. Coach, great to talk with you. Best of luck over at the tournament on the weekend, and we look forward to chatting with you about it next week. Okay, thank you. Yeah, a really fun opportunity there for WDC Volleyball, getting to go down to an invite-only tournament, a volleyball-only facility, uh, a really fun double-A showcase going on there. We're going to take a break on Wolverines Weekly, and when we come back, we're going to talk with head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg on his team getting ready for their own meet down in the Twin Cities. We're talking about that next on Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. We'll be right back with more insight from players and coaches after the break. Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Your home for Wadena Deer Creek Athletics is KWAD. Here's more Wolverines Weekly. Welcome back to Wolverines Weekly. I'm CJ Baumgartner, and we're here talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg over the phone as he's on the road getting ready for his team to get to the GRIAC meet down in the Twin Cities. Hey, Mike, why don't you just give us a heads up. What are you guys doing? What's going on? Yeah, we're heading to the Roy GRIAC. Uh, I have a memory of visiting with the man. He's passed away, but uh, iconic sports figure in the uh, sport across country and uh, represents Minnesota well, and and we're hoping to represent Wadena Deer Creek well today. And so, for those who don't know, what is the Roy Griak meet, and and why is it so uh, special? Why is it such a big deal? Well, it's put on by the University of Minnesota, so it's kind of a dual type uh, situation. Uh, they run college meets of every level, and. Uh, also, uh, they have three divisions of high school, so it takes two days, and uh, a lot of times it's a, a showcase for elite teams and elite runners. And I glanced at uh, the list. Uh, uh, the traveling for high school includes a team from California. Wow. So, yeah, um, it, it's, uh, I suppose it's a way to promote the university yeah. and with some good running. Yeah, and you know what does it say to to be a part of this and to be a part of this big weekend just full of running? Like you said, high school levels, all three levels of uh, of collegiate athletics. Uh, what's it like just to be this big uh, big celebration of running over the weekend? Well, uh, a couple things come to mind. Number one, that the course is where the state high school championship races will be uh, for the first time in a few decades, and uh, it it's going to be. Uh, sort of a a step into the unknown we haven't been there for uh i would say 15 years or more and uh, in fact we got in this year uh after being on a waiting list for a while so um yeah it's uh, it'll be (laughs) where we we won't see a a lot of familiar faces as you do um but uh there will be definitely a current of fast running that they can hop into and and just kind of take that plunge into uh, see how fast you can be. And what's the expectation for your runners coming into a, a thing like this as they try and run this course, like you said, with all these other runners from around the state? What's your expectation for them, and just how cool of an, is an opportunity for your runners to get to race in this? Well, every day, what, the experience and share the joy of running. Uh, try to be sensible about training smart and living to run another day and avoiding those injuries. And, uh, and, uh, it'll definitely like be a push day because not only will they be running with a lot of fast runners, but 
uh, we've been told that there will be some hills. <laughs> and so we're looking at this as being part of our hill training for this this week. Um, you know, as far as like the data, personal records and all that, that's all kind of out the window. It's a maximum effort and have fun type of meet. And what's that line for you as a coach of just, you know, everybody wants to tell everybody to enjoy where they're at and to enjoy the moment while also focusing and making sure that they're doing their best. How do you make sure that uh, your runners can balance both of those things at a meet like this? Well, that it really uh, puts them into the arena of uh, let's stick together. Uh, uh, you get in a really big meet as a spectator, sometimes it's hard to pick out your own. Uh, they're just waves of runner, and you're looking for the blue uh, singlets. Uh, uh, so our preparation will be a little bit different uh, because when we get there, there'll be races going on. So you won't get the normal chance to just walk the course freely, etc. Um, there will just be a, more of a mix of unknowns. So uh, we're going to have to lean on each other uh, to make sure that you don't just show up wide-eyed and, and and sort of get lost in inactivity. There, there's things you have to do to to run your fastest. So that's kind of the mindset. Yeah, and as you guys get ready to, to run this race, uh, kind of what's the, the timeline? How long are you guys going to be there? How many races will you take in outside of the ones that you're competing in? Well, we were kind of hoping we could have watched uh, our gra- graduated senior Lane Haves, who's running for Crookston, University of Minnesota Crookston, uh, but we would have had to leave uh, a little too early. In fact, his race is over right now. So, uh, But it is uh, one of the things I like about watching the college races is, and most of those are actually tomorrow, but you can see how uh, not only are there the elite runners, the, the really fast ones, but to some degree it, it's a participation sport for a lot of colleges and universities such as, hey, if you want to be on the team, you can be on the team and, and just uh, we'll find a race for you and you can run it at your pace. Um, and just continuing that joy of running uh, through the college years. So uh, those things come to mind. We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head cross-country coach Mike Brunsberg ahead of uh, his team's race at the GREAC down at the University of Minnesota. Coach, best of luck in the races, and we look forward to recapping it with you next week. Excellent. Thank you. What an awesome, awesome opportunity to get to run the GREAC down in the Twin Cities. And again, going to look forward to recapping that with Coach Brunsberg next week. We're going to take a break. And when we come back on Wolverines Weekly, we'll talk with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. They had a nice win against New London Spicer. They also had a very cool and unique event that they did with the staff and the girls tennis players. We're going to have the recap of that next on Wolverines Weekly. Wolverines Weekly, the only place to hear right from the Wadena Deer Creek coaches and athletes. You're listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Next up on Wolverines Weekly, we're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer and coach. Another week in the books, just talk about what happened. Yeah, um, so since the last time we talked, we finished out our Parker's Prairie match and the girls won that one 6-1. Saturday, we traveled to New London Spicer for a very exciting and wonderful win. Um, New London Spicer had been ranked in the coaches' ranking, and we beat them 4-3. to three. So that was just a phenomenal playing uh, day for the girls. And then they came back and beat Aiken 7-0 on Monday. And then it's been 
practice the rest of the week, and Wednesday we played um, the staff as a scrimmage. So it's just been a wonderful week for the girls. Um, so, yeah, it was fun. And let's go back to that new London Spicer win. Just talk about what you thought your team did really well and, and talk about what went into that win. Um, the team trusted um, coaching and each other. We switched up the lineup a little bit. They just trusted what we were doing, and they worked as a team. They knew that this was a team sport, and so they were just hardworking. They rallied hard. They loved the battle. There were times that players were down. They just kept battling back, and um, they just were having fun. They were having fun with that battle, and it, at the end of the day, it just was a wonderful victory for the girls as a team. What does it say about your team's resiliency when you talk about that? You know, you can switch the lineup up on them, and they're, you know, like, all right, let's do it. And, you know, you tell them the coaching, you tell them this or that, and or they're down in a match, and they just kind of keep that same uh, attitude as they go on. What does it say about your team and your girls that they're able to do that? You know, our team has shown so much growth, especially mental um, agility growth and trust. They trust in me as their coach. They trust in one another. But more importantly, they're really starting to trust themselves. And that's really cool because they know they can do hard things. We talk about, you know, the hard things we do. They know they can overcome them. They know they can overcome coming down. Um, They know that when they come off the court, whether they've won or lost, if they've given it all, they are a winner. And I think putting that all together, the girls just really have shown tremendous growth and just a willingness to do whatever it takes to become a better player and better uh, teammate. And with that win over New London Spicer, does it kind of like let you show them like, hey, we're really good. We're able to do these things like you guys are growing and to be able to see that, how rewarding is it? Yeah, it's incredibly rewarding. You know, sometimes I think that if you don't have that history of beating those high quality teams, you just don't believe that you can do it. And I think this is one of those opportunities where they're starting to really see that, yes, they can beat those hard teams. Um, and it really is great for their confidence and just great for that morale overall as a team. And let's go and talk a little bit now about that uh, scrimmage that you guys had uh, earlier this week uh, where they got to face off against some of the staff. Uh, just talk about the history of how long you guys have been doing that and just a unique opportunity it is for the tennis players. Yeah, this is fun. It's about relationship building, right? So we know that kids do better when they have relationships with a variety of different adults. And so this is an opportunity to, on the court, on their kind of their space, to create those relationships. Um, This is only the second year we've been doing it. I've been doing it since I started, but um, they look forward to it. But not just the players look forward, the staff look forward to it. We have staff everywhere from the elementary school to um, our superintendent was out there playing. So it's just really fun, and they get to just laugh with their teachers. They get to have fun. They get to they get to just have some fun smack talk, you know, all that good stuff that just makes for a fun game. And ultimately, you know, lots of them get to beat their teachers or the staff. And so that's really cool, too, you know, and it's just about the laughs that are out on the court. When a player is relaxed, they play better. And so part of the strategy with that is let's get them relaxed. Let's get them doing something. And then they'll see that they can really make these shots even against their superintendent or their principal or their English teacher, whatever it might be. And so that just helps build confidence, fun, relationships. So just the laughing on the court, that is just the best best sound ever. Any any kind of friendly smack talk going on throughout the match, or do they keep it pretty cordial? Oh, oh no. Oh, there's a lot of (laughs) smack talk. You know, when you bring the football coaches out, the, you know, basketball coaches out, you know, and just, it's just good rival fun, you know, and so, 
I would say it would be like silly smack talk, if that makes sense. But, you know, um, some of our players or some of the teachers that came out had never played before. So, you know, they come out pretending they're all, you know, strong and whatever. And so they it's just really about how much can we laugh on the courts? How much can we just be silly and a great way to build relationships and and, and confidence in their skills? We're talking with Wadena Deer Creek head girls tennis coach Jill Feemeyer. A big win against New London Spicer, and then also a good win mentally and a good win for the program as well with that uh, a scrimmage against some of the staff at WDC. Hey, Coach, great to talk with you. Best of luck into next week, and we look forward to recapping it with you then. Fantastic. Sounds good. Thank you. Our next Wolverine player spotlight puts the focus on Noelle Spicer, a junior on the cross-country team who set a personal best last week at the Ada race. Hey, Noelle, how's your season been going so far? It's been going really well. A lot of personal bests for a lot of people. Going back to the Ada meet, Noelle, what was going well for you in that race? I think just getting out fast and maintaining a good speed throughout the race. I'm just focused, like catch the person ahead of me. Noelle, now that we've gotten to know you in cross country, let's get to know some of the other things you do at WDC. I also do track and BPA, knowledgeable, speech. And through all of those activities, not including cross country, what's your favorite activity? Non-cross country, I'd have to say track. What's your favorite class? My favorite class is probably guitar. Favorite food? I don't know if it counts as a food, but chocolate. For more on Noel Spicer, this week's Wolverine Player Spotlight, go to WadenaRadio.com or listen to Wolverines Weekly Saturday mornings at 9 on KWAD. There's the final buzzer. Thanks for listening to Wolverines Weekly on KWAD. Tune in next Saturday morning for more from the coaches and players. If you missed any of the show or want to listen at a later time, go to WadenaRadio.com.